Hey everyone, this is Mike Flanagan from Inside Bowling. Thanks for stopping by and giving our podcast a try. This first episode you're about to listen to was during our beta testing week. You see, I used to do a podcast 10 years ago that I actually called the Inside Bowling Show, and I'm back at it again with the show back up and running. Today, you're going to hear from my new co-host, Matt Farber, and he and I basically just kind of talk about getting the show going and finding our rhythm together before we have our first guest on the next episode. I should also tell you that our show is broadcast live on Facebook and YouTube, and you should head over to those accounts by searching Inside Bowling to watch the program and check our upcoming schedule. We both love bowling and work with the biggest brands and organizations within bowling. We're truly blessed to be able to have a relationship with the biggest stars in bowling, as well as those that are the most influential. If this is something you want to hear more about, do us a favor and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. It would mean a lot if you did. They tell us reviews mean we will be seen by more people. Ultimately, more people will find out about bowling. And if you really like what we're doing here and would like to support the show, head over to InsightBowling.com and check out our merch. We have licensing deals in place with some of the biggest brands in bowling, and of course our funny pop culture apparel as well. Check it out and use code IBSHOW to save 15% off site-wide. Thanks again, and here's our first episode, which we actually call The Beginning. Well, here we are, Matthew. Uh, I'm Mike Flanagan, joined by Matt Farber, and uh, we just thought, you know, what the heck? It's a new week. We just celebrated Easter together, and we thought that we would... uh, Start our own show here on Inside Bowling. The Inside Bowling Show is what we're calling it. Matt, how you doing today, man? Doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm excited. I'm excited to bring some entertainment and some action to the bowling world. Uh, everybody knows that we need it right now. Uh, a little bit of a slowdown in the action lately, so I'm excited. Yeah, you you want to talk about bowling, and I want to talk about everything else. So this should <laughs> really well for the. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good combination of you know, balancing just life and the sport of bowling out um, together. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And we're doing this for a couple of reasons, right? So we decided we would, we would come live because we've been live streaming for over 10 years inside bowling. We've been doing that for 10 years and we've been seeing all these other people go live uh, (laughs) all over the internet that are bowlers. And we're like, you know, we need to do this. I mean, it just makes a whole lot of sense, right? Right. Absolutely. And like, I've been trying to do this for how long now, Matt? You, I've been. How many times have I asked you to get on a stream with me, and we were gonna uh, try to attempt to, to do this? Uh, it, it took us about. It, <laughs> we went through about I don't know ten test calls, about two weeks of testing to try to get this done, and uh, couldn't figure it out. Couldn't yeah. figure it out. Trying to use all these fancy techie platforms with external mics and cameras and lights, and can never get it to work. And then in comes Stu Barnes, or uh, Stu Williams, and man Chris Barnes. I like to call him Stu Barnes. Uh, Stu Barnes, yeah, they're they're or, uh, or Chris Williams. But anyway, and then they just come on and they start doing this. So I had to figure out what the platform was, and they've been doing some awesome shows. And I thought, you know, we should do something over here on on Inside Bowling. And and I think it's important as we get started with this. I, I called this one the beginning. It's episode one. I, I'm testing this mic I got. Uh, does it sound okay, Matt? Yeah, no, it sounds good. I'm I'm testing this external mic too. Uh, we're we're working through things, guys. We're yep. working through things. We really, don't even know what we're doing with this show. Um, <laughs> most of the time, when I'm broadcasting, there's bowling going on in front of me, and I'm able to tell you what's happening or whatever. But we thought we would come on here. We would talk about things that are going on in bowling. We'll interact with you in the chat, of course. 
Uh, Donald Semino is already uh, with us today, here today. On oh, yeah, he was keeping us honest here. Where where are they? <laughs> we were yeah. a couple minutes late. More yeah, technical well, difficulties. Yeah, we can't well, even get our stuff together. And the other thing we wanted to do also is this is an opportunity for us to promote our platform InsideBowling.com where we where we have a bunch of apparel. I'm wearing one of the shirts here today, Bolt to the Future. We do a bunch of cool uh, retro pop culture branded bowling shirts. So we'd love for you to uh, to hop on there. You can save 15% uh, with coupon code MF2. And the reason why it's MF2, uh, it's, it's very, very difficult to figure out that coupon code. Uh, very. I'm MF. And that's little MF over yeah. there. So that's, that's how great. we come up with that. Very complex stuff over here. And it isn't just going to be you and I. Um, no. I, I'm efforting to get guests. I, I do know a few people in the bowling world, a couple. Uh, hopefully that, that will join us. And you do you do as well, Matt. But uh, I want to introduce everybody to Matt Farber here. If you don't know him, he's kind of new, I guess, to uh, this channel. But he's not new to bowling. Uh, the guy's got more followers than I do. He's uh, well-renowned in bowling. Uh, he's, a, he's a bowling coach. He's a motivational speaker, uh, so to speak, or an aspiring one. He wants to do a TED Talk one day. And he really knows what he's talking about in bowling. He's got his shit together for a young guy. So, Matt, uh, tell everybody about this daily thing that you do. You have an email list, and you have a motivational uh, message every day. And let's go ahead. Let's get that going today. I think we need some motivation today. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think one of the things, uh, you know, Mike and I started working together in October, excuse me, not October, in, in July of last year, Junior Gold was the first time that we worked together. And even we, though we only worked together for 10 days, one of the things that I really took away from working with Mike was, um, you know, like the ability to execute. And that had been something that I struggled with for a long time was like, you know, I launched this podcast and I recorded like 10 episodes and then I released like five of them and I never released one after that. And I've still got like five or six episodes that I'm just sitting on. I never released. Um, and I started to get into this, you know, really positive mindset and trying to inspire and help other people. So, uh, at the end of last year, at the end of 2019, I was like, you know, what, wouldn't it be cool to test myself and to push myself to try to show myself how um, how I can really learn to execute consistently. Um, and that's been something that I've been learning uh, after, you know, working with Mike over the past four, five, six months. And so I said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send a positive email to whoever wants it every single day for the entire year of 2020. And I thought that that'd be a really cool way to not only help inspire um, and motivate other people, but to test myself um, and to challenge myself uh, to send something every single day consistently, have it go out at the same time every single day. Um, and it's just been a really cool experience. There's some nights where I don't want to write the email. You know, I schedule the email the night before, and there are some times where I don't want to write the email. You know, like there are some times I leave it to, not, uh, you know, to late at night and I don't want to write it, but I know that I have to. Um, and that's just part of the, you know, part of the experience that it's bringing me. Um, so today, today's message was stop judging yourself. No one in this world is perfect and you sure don't have to be. And I think that that's a great message to start off because you, Mike, tend to be one of the most, uh, one of the biggest perfectionists that I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and there you, you can take the smallest, simplest tasks and you have to make it perfect. And I idolize that. And I think that that's, you know, I think that that's really incredible. Um, and I also think that at times we in bowling in life, we tend to just try to be too perfect with things. Uh, so that's that's today's message. Today's day 104, day 104. Yeah, doing this? What's that? This is your 104th day doing this? 104th day straight of doing this. 
So, so if somebody wanted to, um, to, to get part of this, how do they sign up to get the data? Uh, so yeah, you can, you can, uh, you can send me a message on Facebook. My name is Matthew Farber on Facebook. You can send me a message with your email. You can send me a message on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, you can really just, you know, reach out to me, um, and just let me know that you want to be a part of that list and I'll throw you on that list. Um, and you'll get those emails every single morning. A little daily inspiration. Excellent. Uh, if you comment on Facebook or YouTube, cause we're simulcasting here today, uh, you, you can get your, your, we'll, we'll answer your questions for you uh, throughout the stream today. We don't know how long we're going to be on for. This is our initial launch of this right here. Yep. Sign up for, for Matt's email list, get that motivational message every day. We're going to share that motivational message on every single one of these that we do. We're planning on going live Monday through Friday. Our time slot's going to be one o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock mountain where I'm at. I'm in Utah. Matt's in New York. Um, so that's kind of how we're going to do this. But, uh, Charles Cox says my video looks better today. And the reason why, why Charles knows this is because last night we, we tested this platform Yeah, and I was having some major, major issues last night with my video quality. And I appreciate Charles checking that out. Um, let's see yeah. what we got feeding frenzies always on Ooh. the, uh, Oh, looks like here's the other cool thing. We might as well let everybody know right now. Oh Yeah. That Matt and I are producing this show together. We both have access to the controls. And what just happened right there is uh, both of us clicked on a comment <laughs> at the same time. So uh, we're yep. going to do those sorts of things quite often here as we figure out this platform. But how awesome is it that we that we can even do this? So Yeah. And uh, and uh, unfortunately, Mike, for you, a guy that's have you know, a decade of experience live streaming, Chris Barnes and Stu Williams figured it out before you did. And yep. uh, sure I don't did. think that's going to be something I ever let you live down. You know, this guy's got, look, he's got the hanging mic in front of him. He's got, you know, he's got all the gadgets. He's got all the gizmos um, and he's got all the experience. And here come Chris Barnes and Stu Williams. And they run a really cool PBA mock draft um, and just knock it out of the park. And they continue to knock it out of the park every day yeah. um, and put me to shame, really. Honestly, Today they have Brad and Kyle on today and, and their show is, uh, is it three o'clock central, I believe every day or Monday. Yep. Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yep. Um, so Feeding Frenzy, that comment was up. He's always watching our live streams on YouTube. Thanks to Feeding Frenzy today joining us. And uh, yep. Andrew Orff uh, from uh, McKendry. Uh, yep. You did, and you did a cool video um, with uh, the Orffs, right? You, you, uh, you know, that's something on the Inside Bowling YouTube channel is uh, the cool history of bowling balls video. Um, the Orffs have a tremendous three parts yeah, yeah three part it was a tr it was awesome um and i wasn't a part of anything back then it was really cool to watch three part series taking you through the history of bowling balls they have an incredible um collection of equipment that's just really cool to see um so feel free to go check that out yeah um, my scott's comment up there and i think we can kind yeah. of dig into the to the biggest the yeah biggest, let's get let's get into the real things here we should talk about probably which is uh you know scott hunick uh i believe he's still in minnesota Asked the question, Mike, do you think striking out breast cancer, the, the Lucy event, will still go on as planned? And so, you know, I appreciate the question very, very much, Scott. And I'd love to be able to sit here and tell everybody today, hey, you guys want to know when the tour is starting back up? Well, here's the date. You want to know when this is starting back up? Yep. Here's the date. And, and and I know everybody just wants to know because everybody's chomping the bit to get, get back out on the lanes. I guess what I can do is I can give my best educated guess because I've been tracking this, obviously, because 
as Matt knows, and Matt works with me at Inside Bowling, we do a lot of work behind the scenes that we really don't tell people about. We work with a lot of different big companies and the big lettered companies in bowling. Uh, so I think the thing, the thing that we can do is we can shed some light on just kind of some of the things that we're hearing, but all of this is completely unofficial and just uh, yeah. our opinion of right. what we think is going to happen. So right. Matt, if you could bring up, if you could bring up our, our monitor here that I have here yep. in front of us, let's see if we can, we can figure let's this out up here. Boom. There we go. So, and let's get rid of uh, Scott's yep. question to give a little more viewership. Excellent. Look, look at Matt producing over there. This is yeah, it's just easy. The StreamYard makes it so easy. Um, so, really so I'm over here, and and, and this is the worldometer uh, dot info is is the source. Okay, and this is uh this is a great uh, website and 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 uh, tool to be able to see how many cases there have been with coronavirus. So if we click by countries here do that it shows you all of the uh cases throughout the world uh with coronavirus and this is how i make an educated guess to answer a question like what scott just had right here matt have you seen this website yes i think I, yeah i absolutely have it's it's pretty cool it's interesting i, I shouldn't say it's cool because it's about something that's really serious and dangerous it's it's interesting nonetheless yes and uh as you can see uh the usa here is, is leading the world in, in reported cases there's there's some debate whether or not that this is an actual uh accurate report but this is just what i'm going from and and i there's only really one thing that i look at on here so i'm going to click on the usa here and uh the the thing that i look at first and foremost is i scroll all the way down here matt I just keep scrolling and scrolling until I get to this chart right here. This is what I'm most interested in right here. And it was actually Chad Murphy that turned me on to this and let me know about this. And this is what this is what I believe he is looking at every day amongst other resources. Do not hold me to that, that this is Chad's Murphy's barometer for when they're going to make decisions in the United States. Bowling Congress. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm just telling you this is something that he turned me on to, and I've been watching it. So as you can see here, when this thing started, it's been tracking since since March the 10th. We had 290 cases of coronavirus here in the United States, you know, and then it just gradually kept going up from there. And it started going up at a very rapid pace, 9,400 to 10,300, all the way to this 34,196 number. And what we're looking for here, Matt, is we're looking for this number to stabilize and then start to come down. Right. And as you can see, we haven't had a day as high as April the 4th, uh, which was 34,196 new cases reported. Yep. It's starting to level out a bit. And for the last two days, it's actually come down slightly, if you can tell here. Yep. Now, we don't know if that's going to continue, but I check this every single day. All right. Now, the, the, the next thing that I like to check is I like to go look in other countries that got this coronavirus before us. So, um, you know, you go look at China, for instance. Okay. So we go over here, we look at China and I want to look at the exact same chart and I want to see what's happened over in China. So as you can see, obviously there's was something probably not reported properly on this one day for this giant spike. So I eliminate that, but as you can see, it went up and it started to come down and look at what's happened the last few days. It's come yeah. down to not much of anything. Now, once again, it's, is this accurately reported? I'm not sure. Right. But right. if we go and we look and let's just take Italy. That's another big one that got hit pretty hard with this. So if we go down here, did I click United States again? There we go. That's my uh, that's my wonderful job of uh, producing here. <laughs> so let's let's click on. I want Italy. I want Italy. There we go. It's loading up here on my second monitor. 
Okay, so we go and we look at Italy, and I want to go look at that exact same chart. And you see what's happened over in Italy. It's actually, it went up and it started tailing off, and it's kind of leveled off. But as you can see, the last few days, it started to go back up again a little bit. So that's what I'm keeping an eye on. So we'll go back to the U.S. And uh, to make a long story short here, I'm going to basically tell you my thoughts and my predictions on what I think is going to happen with coronavirus, which I'm totally not qualified to do by any means whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to do it for you to try to help make an educated guess of, of, of how this is uh, going to work. So it looks like my, uh, my mouse got a little trigger happy here. Uh, yeah, it's got to be the mouse. Can't be the operator. Me, nope. Can't be me at all. The mouse clicks itself. There's USA. There's USA. So I'm going to give you my my prediction here. My, uh, you know, if I was uh, if I was betting on this for some reason. Okay. So I believe we're going to level off here. Okay. Till about the, I don't know. Let's just take let's just take uh, the 18th. Okay. And let's say we begin our journey down starting on the 18th. Right. Well, it takes about. 30 days it takes about 30 days to, to, to come up right mm -hmm. so if it takes 30 days to come down right we're looking somewhere like around mid-may that we come down from this now that doesn't mean that everybody's heading out to texas roadhouse and olive garden right and all back in the bowling centers and right. uh you know opening day for major league baseball is here that's i'm that's not what i'm trying to say here man I, I'm, what i'm trying to say is I think around the 15th of, of May is when we're going to start seeing mainstream talking about when are we coming back? Cause this thing's under control. Right. According to the numbers, right. Doesn't right. mean it's under control right around May 15th. So I think we're going to start seeing NBA and MLB and maybe even the national hockey league returning about 30 days after that window. So I'm thinking mid June is when professional sports return. And that's about the same time that your restaurants are going to start opening back up and things like that. That's just my opinion. Right. And bowling, I believe, is going to follow suit. And I believe that bowling is going to uh, just follow what what the NBA and, and the other sports are doing. So in my opinion, in my opinion, uh, open championships uh, will start up July-ish or they may take a safer route and, and go August because I know they just surveyed. Uh, all the team captains, and they said this show must go on. We will bowl as long as it's sometime this year. I think 60% or so said that. Um, so they're, the, I'm sure they're going to have an, an open championships. That's my guess. Again, it's my guess. Same with the women's championships. Um, I think junior gold is in jeopardy. Uh, and I think junior gold's in jeopardy uh, because I think it's the right thing to do uh, would be to cancel junior gold. That's my opinion. Uh, and you know why that is, Matt? Why? Because uh, imagine just how much of an economical impact this has had on families, right? Yeah, pretty tremendous. And if I was in charge of, of junior gold, I wouldn't want the mom and dads out there to have to get any heat from their kids and be the bad guy. Um, and what I mean by that is, is imagine, you know, junior gold goes on and, uh, the kids all excited or multiple kids in a family and they say, Hey, we're going to Vegas, right? Mom and dad and mom and dad say, that's not a good economical decision for our family right. right now. Right. Uh, well then who looks like the bad guy? Mom and dad wouldn't let us go. And then the kids are watching it on bowl TV and they're at home and they're upset. They couldn't bowl. Um, now things might turn around faster. It's not my decision to make, but that's just my personal opinion on what I would do regarding junior gold. Uh, but the question was about the Lucy, uh, the striking against breast cancer uh, tournament. 
I would hope, I would hope that tournament will go on, even if it has to be moved to another date. Um, yeah. Cause it's such a good cause. That would be one of the first ones that I would try to make sure I get rescheduled. Right. Uh, or keep an eye on. So, right. so that's what I kind of think about, about what's going on. And then I think, you know, the PBA tour will have some decisions to make on when they want to start back up again. Uh, I don't really have much of a, uh, a, a total inside scoop or understanding of when that might be, but just to, again, I think around May 15th, we're going to start talking about these things. And I think 30 days later, we'll start seeing some professional sports, which would put me uh, no later than August 1st would be the PBA tour kicking back up uh, again. Totally. My opinion could right. be completely wrong. <laughs> I don't know anything about coronavirus, And I don't believe any of the mainstream media does as well, but hopefully, right. hopefully that was a little bit helpful in answering your question on a timeline of when bowling could return. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that, uh, knowing, knowing you, Mike, you know, you tend to be pretty accurate uh, about your predictions. Um, and again, who knows, you know, like this could be this, that, that could be the scenario. And there could be also the scenario that we're waiting until 2021 for sports to return. And it's, you know, or, um, events could be totally changed. Um, you know, the, the, the simple fact is that the world is going to be changed forever after this whole coronavirus situation is done, not only because of the lives that have, lo- that have been lost to this, just the way that we're going to live our lives and how we, you know, how we go about our days um, and how we basically, you know, how, how we go through our daily activities, everything's going to change. Um, so it, you know, again, hope, we hope that the, all the bowling action and all of just sports in general will be coming back and life will be coming back to normal sooner rather than later. Um, it'll just be really interesting to see um, when that will all unfold and how this all, um, how this all carries out. So um, yeah, I gave my, I gave my breakdown and put myself out there t- today, Matt. And yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure that people are going to light me up and say, this guy's giving an opinion about something he knows nothing about. Uh, so I think it's your turn to, 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 to give your prediction. So I'm just not thrown under the bus by myself and we're both flat Stanley's laying on the concrete. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it'll be, I think the important thing to remember for everybody is that just because it's under control doesn't mean that we can all just fire away and go back to normal. Like everything was, you know, there, there is a lot of talk about there, you know, again, I'm not qualified to speak about this for, um, in any way. Oh yeah, no, you are. Yeah, I'm right. But there, there is a potential, you know, for like a second spike um, in the disease. And so when we all go back out into public, um, that's, you know, we all become susceptible to, to the virus once again. And that is a possibility. So I think it's important to remember that even though it may all be under control, there's still a lot of precautions that we need to take to make sure that everybody stays safe, stays healthy. Um, so even, you know, even when you do see that things are coming to coming back to normal or more normal than they were, um, you know, it's important to have patience with the organizations like the PBA, like the USBC, um, like the TNBA, like the UBA. You know, you, it's important to have patience with all these organizations to get their events back on track um, because it's, you know, it's really just a guessing game and everybody's health is the priority here. And bowling tournaments attract a lot of people. They're in a very close proximity to one another. There are fans there. Um, you know, there's interaction um and and so there's there's a lot that goes into making these decisions especially for big events like junior gold like the open championships um potentially like you know who knows like team usa trials like the lucy you know the lucy attracts an incredible amount of people um from a very 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 diverse um number of cities you know it's people from all around the country all around the world so it's important that uh us as the bowling industry does our part to make sure 
um, that we're being safe and we're putting everybody's health and safety in front of just the actual bowling itself. Yeah, back to Junior Goal. We've had this comment up on the screen for a little bit. Sean Shelton says, not to mention some parents have had to use their vacation. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great point. Our funds available. So yeah. that's another reason why why I think, you know, you got to pull the plug on, on, on Junior Gold. Um, but if the USBC keeps it going, you know, that, that that's going to be their deal and, and they'll run a tournament. And maybe people would disagree with me and say, well, how could you take away an opportunity for kids when they've only got so many years to do this, Mike? You're crazy. Um, let those go that can and those that can't just have to get over it. So I completely understand that that take. Yeah, it's it's a tricky scenario. It's a it's a tricky situation without without question. And I think um again, it's just important for everybody to just be patient. And the more appropriately we treat it now, the better off we'll be in the long run if we try to fire away and go back to life as as it was too quickly. Um, it could actually sideline us for longer than if we were to just treat it appropriately and respect. Um, the precautions that we need to take right now and then go about it the proper way um, in the near future. So um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be an interesting time. It's, it's just a weird, interesting time. I think, you know, everybody is kind of strange. I think um, it's been what, you know, it's been a month now really where we've kind of been on this quarantine routine. Everybody's kind of going crazy. I know I want to get out on the lanes. I want to travel, um, I want to go back to life as normal. Um, and it's just, it's, it's difficult to sit here and be patient, but unfortunately it's one of the things that we have to do to make sure that we are safe and we're healthy. Yeah. And if we have, if you have any questions for us that you want us to answer, you know, you can, you can type those in either on YouTube or on Facebook. We're simulcasting today on the inside bowling YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to that channel, please do. Uh, yeah. I've got a few things I do want to talk about that, that are kind of new. Uh, that are coming up some some breaking news from the inside bowling camp and I know that that we're not all that big over here at inside bowling but we do have some some different cool things coming up here this week um, so Matt uh, the first thing uh, I want to talk about and I want to get your 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 reaction to this all right give it to me um, you you know a project we've been working on since February uh, which involves uh, a coach from uh, yeah. close to your neck of the woods yeah. Uh, so tell everybody a little bit about what we're going to be doing, and uh, we're going to launch the first one uh, this Wednesday. Yeah, this Wednesday is the big day. We uh, we linked up with the one and only Coach Mike Shady, and uh, Mike Shady was kind enough to collaborate with us on some educational videos out there for all of the bowlers, and the intention was to start this along uh, with the start of the Open Championships. And really, of course, all these videos can be taken as a way to improve your bowling game in every respect, right? You know, what's going to make you better at the Open Championships is also going to make you better at league. It's also going to make you better in your tournaments in your local areas or your city tournaments. Um, so we're really excited to launch that series with uh, Coach Mike Shady, who does an incredible job of breaking down the physical game, adding in some mental components, showing you drills and exercise that you can do. We're going to launch one a week, right? It's going to be yep. about one. It's going to be one a week on YouTube, um, and it's going to be a really cool way for us to try to give back to everybody, especially in this in this crazy, strange time. It's going to be a really great way for us to give back um, and to link up with a very knowledgeable um, assistant coach for Junior Team USA. A guy really, he's he's the all time average uh, average record holder, right, at the Open Championships. Yeah, he is. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll try to get that up on the screen here as we talk about this. And and what's what's funny, everybody, is Matt had no idea I was going to throw that to him, and he just no, no. But I I handle. I gotta say, I think I I don't know if I hit a home run on that one, but I at least I think I at least hit a double on that. So that, you did. Yeah. Um, the reason why this is the week that we we're going to launch it is because um, 
he uh, is going to be going on uh, Matt Cantonazero and Daniel Farish's Open Championships uh, podcast over on uh, Bull TV slash YouTube slash Facebook. So Shades is going to be on there. I believe Wednesday, I believe, is his day to be on. And that's the day we're going to launch our content with Shady. We thought it was a good, perfect opportunity. He's going to uh, promote it a little bit here. So, uh, Matt, if you don't mind killing a little bit of time here for us, talking to the folks while I, uh, while I, while I look this up over here on, on Yeah, my- for sure. Yeah, I think um, – well, yeah, wow, I did that kind of well. Mike's going to go out and look for some stuff here. Uh, let's go through here. Um, let's go through here and t- check out some questions that we've got rolling through here um, in the comments. Let's go through and see, um, you know, when will the tour, Donald coming off the top ropes, when will the tour come back to New Orleans? Who knows? You know, the tour is always expanding. They just added a couple of new teams to the PBA league. Um, and so that's good. That's a really cool opportunity for more athletes to become a part of a really cool experience. PBA league, who knows? Maybe uh, New Orleans will get a team in the future. Um, maybe that will be a thing. Who knows? I'm totally, again, this is, uh, this is, this is not any knowledge that anybody else uh, doesn't have. This is just me talking off the top of that. Oh, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> I've got an important question here. Brian O'Keefe, Matt, how many chocolate chip cookies can you eat in one sitting? So uh, for those of you that don't know, I spent t- uh, two amazing years uh, with Brian O'Keefe and Shannon O'Keefe at McKendree University. We accomplished a lot of really cool things. And it was an incredible experience uh, to be a part of the McKendree uh dynasty really um and to be a bear cat uh and brian and i actually live with brian and shannon and one night uh you know brian and i got to talking as we do um about ridiculous things and one of those things was uh i told i told brian about how many chocolate chip fresh baked chocolate chip cookies i think i could eat um and i think that i honestly think i could probably eat in one sitting i could probably eat about like 70 fresh baked chocolate chip cookies and uh, Brian's, I know he's cracking up right now listening to this. Um, Oh man. And now I've got, they're both watching together. How many Reese's peanut butter cup eggs did you eat yesterday? I didn't eat a lot yesterday. Actually, I got a bunch though. So I'm definitely going to be stocking up. (laughs) Uh, Appreciate shout out to Brian and Shannon. Um, Joey price best one hander on tour. I think the best one-hander on tour, and I think Mike will agree with me on this one. I think the best one-hander on tour is Chris Prather. I don't think that – I think that right now when it comes to the best one-handers on tour, you've got a lot of really talented players. You know, you've got EJ Tackett. You've got – I think based off of right now, if I had to pick one one-hander on tour to bowl for me for a million dollars – I would be, and I don't even, honestly, I don't even care what the lane pattern is. I think that Chris Prather is the best one-hander in the world right now. I got Tackett, man. Look, you know, it's, it's really like, it's, it's, you know, when you get to that level, it really is just like, honestly, who, who just has a better day because they're pretty much, you know, they're at the same skill level. They're two of the best in the world. Undoubtedly. I just think right now in terms of, um, what's happened over the course of the past four or five months in bowling. I think, I think I would take Chris Prather. I honestly do. EJ Tackett has 13 titles on tour. 
You know, that's true. But by that logic, Walter has how many? And I would take EJ or, or, or Chris over, over Walter right now, just because they're, they're better bowlers at this moment in time. So it's no disrespect to EJ. He's one of the best in the world. And there's, there's not a doubt about that. Nobody can debate whether or not EJ is one of the best bowlers in the world. EJ Tackett is 27 years old and has 13 titles. It's incredible. No doubt. It's with, he, it's, he keeps up this pace until he's 40. You know, he's going to have somewhere around 40 titles. I think, um, I think that I just, look. I think EJ is one of the best in the world. There's no doubt about it. I just think that Chris right now is is the best one hander on tour. I'm looking up. And uh, we've got we've got the right. We've got, so weird, but... we've got another superstar here, Mike Linda Barnes. She oh. says she'll pick Shannon. And if we're talking female bowlers, I will too. Uh, I, I think that um, she's not wrong there. I mean, Shannon's probably the best spare shooter in the world, guys, girls, whoever. Um, and that may be a bold statement to make, and I may be biased there. But I think that that is true. Um, does Brad Miller win a title in 2021? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I think he does. I do. I think by the end of 2021, Brad Miller will have his first title without a doubt. I'm a big Brad Miller guy. Brad Miller was my favorite bowler, uh, my favorite professional bowler before he became popular. Uh, Brad and I bowled the Open Championships together my first year that we bowled it together um, in Reno. I can't even remember how many years ago, four, five, six years ago. Um, and I just always, I've, you know, become closer with Brad over the years and uh, they become partners. Brad and Kyle are partners of Inside Bowling and we do, we collab together and we do some work together. So I'm a big Brad Miller guy. I think Brad Miller will certainly have at least one title by the end of 2021. Yeah. So real quick, I looked up Belmo, 20, 24 titles and, uh, and Belmo is now 36. So uh, Belmo's 36 years old, uh, 24 titles. And then EJ is 27 years old with 13 titles. So here's the question. Will EJ Tackett have more or less titles than Belmo at age um, at age 36? In nine years, will EJ Tackett get to 24 titles? I mean, yeah, it's certainly a possibility. It's certainly a possibility. I don't think EJ is going to be going away anytime soon. I think that he's certainly going to win plenty of titles and there's a good chance that he could that he could do that now at the same time does that mean that i don't think that chris prather is the best one-handed bowler in the world i i do i think that chris prather is the best one-handed bowler in the world and i mean we we're talking about last night chris prather leaves any split on television and it seems like he's got a 95 percent chance to pick it he is as versatile as i come and again this is no disrespect to any one-hander out there ej or anybody else like Chris Prather is undoubtedly one of, one of, if not the best one hand bowlers in the world. And I think that, you know, he's, it's not like I'm saying, it's not like I'm saying, you know, like who's the best one hand on tour. It's me. Like, no, it's, it's Chris Prather. And I think that's a very reasonable choice. So Linda has been sending in some comments. She's got the, we miss you up. Here. Oh, I miss, I lived, I lived, look, uh, one of the coolest things that I've done, my biggest accomplishment. You think she was, missed you or, or misses me? Well, considering the fact that I lived with the Barneses for three months when I interned at USBC uh, while I was at McKendry, I think I'm going with me. I and think she also asked, um, did we shoot, hoop, shoot hoops lately? Um, I have not, unfortunately. However, for those that don't know, Chris Barnes can hoop. 
there are a couple of like there are a couple of uh, of PBA athletes out there that can actually hoop, and Barney is one of them. Barney was an all-state basketball player, I think, in high school, um, and he he can actually hoop. Oh, Barney's here. He says definitely, Matt. He's that he he approves. Yeah, I think we both try to put that up. As a thing. Yeah. Um, cause we're dual producing here. So that leads me to the next thing here. Um, since we do have Barnes and, and Barnes in here, uh, I don't know if Stu's going to join or not at any point in time, but their show they're doing over there on, uh, on their pages and they just created a new page. Uh, it's the, it's the beef and Barnes show or Barnesy, or I can't remember exactly. Beef and Barnesy, I think it is. Yeah, beef- whatever it is that it's called, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, so so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're doing their show at three o'clock central. Make sure you check it out. They just launched a new Facebook page because having their own fan pages wasn't good enough for them. So now they got to have a show page. I think yeah, was- they figured why not? Why why have two pages of ten thousand a piece? We'll just combine right. it. and We'll have twenty thousand. It looks exactly. that much better. So anyway, so they're doing they're doing their show today, and and I want to I want to uh, talk here. Um, they're going to be doing another mock draft later this week, and I don't think that they've released that to anybody. And I think to the uh, to the seven people that are watching our show, <laughs> um, but uh, so they're doing this mock draft again. They did a great job on one last week, and I've been invited to draft in this thing. Okay, why they would pick you? I don't have any idea. Uh, no idea why they would pick me. Mike but- works on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. You're going to be alongside, you know, where I don't want to say, but well, we're gonna, you're going to well, be along, you're going to be alongside some pretty heavy hitters. Yeah, if he want if 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 Chris wants to type in who else is going to be on this and Yeah, that's not play, for that's, that's not for us to break. Oh, no, if he types it in here, I'll talk about it. If he doesn't type it in, then I'm not going to talk about it. Right. But but I will say that I'm honored to be uh drafting. I'll be drafting two teams. I was given the draft order and one of the people one of the people I've got my phone right here. One of the other drafters has already sent me over this morning a a, a, a trade proposal before the draft. That's exciting stuff. This person wants to know if I would be willing uh, to make a trade, um, and he wants to dish me two people uh, for one of the expansion teams that I'm going to be drafting for. Uh, for my first two picks, he wants to give me two, wow. of, two of his two of his solid locked picks. Wow! And we we do we have breaking news here. Chris Barnes typed it in. Let him know. Okay. Yeah. Look so, at these people that Mike is going to be alongside. Mike, I love you, yeah. man, but you have no, you have no business being there. So here's what's funny, right? <laughs> I'm going to be drafting two teams. Uh, Jeff Goodger is going to be drafting two teams. Chad Murphy is drafting a team, and that's the gentleman that sent me over a trade proposal this morning. Was Chad, uh, and oh boy. Mookie Betts. So, um, trust me, I'm gonna get a t shirt made with all my Instagram and inside bowling and all the following all over it because there's gonna be so many people watching this thing that I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna be Johnny trying to get everything. Johnny Plug, oh, yeah, Johnny Plug, man, that's awesome. Fact, you know, that green screen I pulled out when we were testing. Oh, no, you're bringing out the green screen screen behind me and i'm gonna have like i'm gonna have i'm gonna spend like 500 dollars on a graphic artist to build everything <laughs> that i need behind me uh i do think i'm gonna have the best audio on the show though with this mod. i think well i think this is it like you know you've got jeff goodger you've got chad murphy mookie betch three three superstars really all in their own respects um and then mike also a superstar in his own respect different though 
I think you've got to make up for your lack of star power, so to say, with Absolutely. the technology. You know, you've got to figure out how to get that camera hooked up because honestly, um, like, yeah, there exactly just like that. You need to casually sip the sip the tumbler. Yep, sip it. We've got Mike. We got a good question here, and I want to throw this to you. Would Mike Fagan be a Hall of Famer if he stayed on tour? Yes, he would. Undoubtedly, I have to agree. I can't believe. I mean, shockingly, I agree with you on something here, but uh, it's. Uh, I think that that would be a no-brainer. Definitely. And uh, how about that that other question that came up from uh, Rick Gooden a little while ago? You had it up for a second, and then we got sidetracked. But we'll get to that question. Yep. Yep. Let's throw this up there. Do you think the PBA sets patterns for some bowlers? Man, no, I, I don't. Think. I, I, yeah, no, no. I think do I think certain bowlers match up on certain patterns without a doubt, right? You know, certain bowlers are gonna bowl better on certain patterns and match up. But do I think that they sit there and they make patterns specifically for one player to succeed or another player to succeed? I don't think that they intentionally, you know, design a pattern for one or two or a certain set of bowlers. <laughs> Chris Barnes got off the top ropes in the chat. Oh, that's grumpy, funny Barnes right there. What did he say? He said yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's you know that's that's what happens when Tommy Jones beats you to twenty, right? Yeah. Or no, no. Who beat who? Why yeah, I, well, yeah. Tommy beat him. Yeah, yeah. Barney, Barney's still sitting at nineteen, right? Yeah. Chris hugged him on the approach, though. That's what that's what I'm saying. I got I got all messed up, but I for some reason I was like imagining the commentators like you know saying Tommy's finally at twenty. Oh, now he clarifies. You see, Barnes, when we're, at, we're when we're rapid firing through questions here, we need a little bit more clarification. I don't want to misquote you like that now. Yeah, because yeah, now, now, now here comes a oh, he oh here co here comes the frenzy, backpedaling, backpedaling. Yeah, <laughs> just text Chris Barnes, you've been fined. Uh, that, happened with, that happened with another bowler. That happened with another bowler where they talked on a show about oil patterns and. Uh, Oh yeah, mishaps. Yeah, so yeah. let's let's clarify here. Chris Barnes is not saying that they cater patterns to certain bowlers. Um, breaking news! Breaking news! Matt Farber no longer friends with Chris Barnes. And then <laughs> we, we, we miss you, Mike. We miss you, Mike. You've never been to our. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, Chris Barnes also gave me the nickname Homeless Ed because uh, when I was living with them uh, while working at USBC, he kept calling me Homeless Ed. So, uh, so I think that I could throw a couple couple jabs back at him here. So I believe this but that's, um, draft is Friday, is from what I understand. Yeah, I that's going to be exciting. Their uh, their last one was really good, really well done. The last one, um, you know, they had Bill O'Neill on it. They had Tom Clark on there. Stu was obviously on there. Barney was on there. Linda was helping out, um, actually writing everything down. It was a full team effort, and they did it. They did a really really great job on that. So. Uh, shout out to them. If you guys are all, all three people that are watching here, make sure you guys go check that out this week. Um, yeah, we're up to four viewers now, Matt. I I think we're, yeah, yeah, we're we're smashing them right now in terms of live streaming here. So to the four people that are watching, Linda Barnes, Chris Barnes, Scott Hewanick, and uh, my girlfriend, Kim Richter. Uh, <laughs> Who's in the other room? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, who should we have, who should we have on the show? Um I reached out to one person already. They re I did it at like 1 a.m. last night, Mountain Time. They read it this morning and haven't responded yet to be on the show for tomorrow. Um, but who do you think people people should have? We should have on, on the show. That that's what we want to know. So let us know in the comments. 
Um, let's see. Uh, Chris Barnes here with a typo. He's he's gonna have a PGA. Oh, I'm taking. I'm taking. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it looks like I'm gonna have to learn about golf. I'm gonna. I have was to gonna say you might take EJ Tackett then. That that's a much better choice than Chris Prather, no doubt. He and Ronnie Russell. That'll be the first two picks. Superstar team. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Let's let's throw let's throw a curveball here at you, Mike. All right. Yep. I want you to draft. I want you to draft your five-person PBA basketball game team. Okay, so you got You got to pick five people to put together here um, for a basketball a basketball lineup that you're throwing into like a five-person tournament. Who's the tallest bowler on tour? Um, tallest bowler on tour. I could tell you who the most athletic bowler on tour is. I could. I, the tallest. I don't know. Is it Jesper? He might be. He might be. Do that. Yeah. I mean, see, my basketball team starts with a big man. I need a big man under the hoop that all these small guys that can't shoot can just throw it to that dude who's taller than everybody else. Yeah. See, you're you're an old school guy. I'm thinking the opposite. I want one of I want a bunch of quick, smaller guys that can shoot the ball. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know anybody's shooting skills, but uh, uh, Larry Harris, Cameron Doyle, he might be the tall. He might be the tallest bowler. Greg Young also. They, they, I know Cam and Greg are like six three, six four. Um, so I, yeah, I, I know for a fact I'm throwing Chris by on my roster. I've I, seen I him. Who, see a video I did see a video recently with him. Yeah. And, and one of Brad and Kyle's YouTube video, he did it. Granted it was on like a seven foot hoop, but the athleticism is there. He can dunk on a, on a full size hoop too. One and of the I throw, pretty good. One of the tangs is pretty good. And I would also throw Kevin Williams. He's he's he actually like was going to go to college to play basketball. And Mike, that brings up a good thought. Did you happen to see his music video? Yeah, I want to talk about this. So, uh, Matt, if you wouldn't mind, would you could you bring it up and yes. we'll play it? And can you yes, get the audio also? We'll go ahead and use the audio from it as well. Yeah, and I'll talk about it and I'll set it up while you're uh, working on that. Um, so Matt's, Matt's working on bringing up a video here. This is our first show, just the beginning of what we're doing. Monday through Friday, we're going to be doing this. Our time slot's going to be 11 o'clock Mountain, 1 p.m. Eastern. That's the two time zones that we're in. But Kevin Williams dropped a really cool video. It's like a track video. He did that yesterday, and um, and we want to we want to promote it here, and we want to play it here for you. What are you laughing at over there? Uh, Chris Barnes just throwing shots at, uh, at Cameron. He said, Cameron's sports abilities end at bowling. <laughs> So um, let's here. Let's throw this up. I've got the video here, Mike. If you're ready, I'm ready. Um, let's yeah, let's share my screen you can, here. You can do this, yeah. And then it just pops up randomly, automatically here. But you have. Yeah, no, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be good. We've got this. audio too and everything. Yep, audio shared. Okay, everybody. So we we want you to go subscribe to Kevin Williams' YouTube channel. We want you to go follow Kevin Williams Bowler Artist. I believe it's called on Facebook. But we really like this this video, and we're gonna we're gonna play it, and then we're gonna we're gonna react to it while while it's coming up here. So uh, yeah. let's take a look at this. What do you know the name of it? Oh, quarantine trick shots, and he's got a song to it as well. Let's play this thing, Matt. I'm ready to go. All right, let me know. Make sure you, the audio is coming through. Audio's good. Look at this. Watch Sadness in the street has been ignoring me. Like they put my music in a quarantine. 
Rappers, are you rappers? Really boring me. No, there's more for me. Don't go shopping too much more for me. I don't play, I get paid to coach. I stick to the code. If they don't, then they gotta go. Kick them out the door. You the code. Every time you flow, that, that's just what I'm told. Every show, and it don't get old. Boy, that's how I go. Spitting facts, keep the heat attached. Uh, bringing cash, it helps me relax. See, this is what I'm saying. Kevin Williams is a hooper, man. He's a hooper. Rappers, are you rappers? Really boring me. No, there's more for me. Don't go shopping to see what's in store for me. Time is money, so my watch is like a safe. I got a drive that will put me in a race. I'm not picky. I love girls. Still, I'm focused. You can see it in my face. Promise that I'm here to stay. I got traffic, but it isn't in the way. I ain't trapping. I ain't average. What you think? Watch them surfing up my way. Don't be crashing. Can't imagine how that tastes. See, we hungry like we got an empty plate. Boy, I promise that we straight. Too much bread. Got the birds on me. I did not care who you heard I be. I want to need your ID. So go go follow Kevin Williams. That that is that would have taken me yeah. all of my forties to to do that. Like just like dude, perfect. Touch it. Wow, you see my you wife. Wanna, uh, you want to bring, bring up another video that that dropped today over on YouTube? Um, yeah, yeah. What, what are you what are you feeling, Mikey? Uh, the the Kyle Sherman backyard mm -hmm. smash. Oh, yeah, let's, uh, let's let's not play the whole thing. Let's just let's just play a little bit of it. Um, if you all can right. bring that up. Yep. But anyway, we're we're here to let people know about cool stuff that's going on at bowling. And and Kevin Williams, he's a talented bowler. He's a talented musician, and, and he has yet to have anything blow up. And I I, I think that that uh, that ping pong ball into the Red Solo Cup uh, with a new song and and a, and a bowling center at Enterprise Park Lanes down there in Springfield. I think yep, if you guys awesome. ever go to bowl the Ozarks, you can go meet up with Kevin. Yeah, and you can. You know what? If you're gonna go bowl Greater Ozarks, take a ping pong ball and a and a red solo cup with you, and uh, you know, yeah. do, do a TikTok or something like that. Which yeah, is he should he should be getting on TikTok for sure. I've got this. Uh, I've got this Brad and Kyle destruction video. You want me to throw it up here? Yeah, and you're you're probably gonna want to hit play because it's probably gonna play an ad. Um, uh, no, yeah, I got through the ads already. Oh, you did. Mike. Look at this guy. Unbelievable! You're having a great first show. This yeah, I'm, I, I would I would give this probably like an A minus B plus. 
Yeah. I mean, I expected, I expected uh, a plus with the motivational messaging that you're doing, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a post-show meeting just like we had that. I mean, this morning guys, I was up at 6am. We pre-planned for this show um, from 6am to 9am uh, mountain time. So uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying all the time and the work we're putting into this thing. Are you ready? And just so you know, Mike is completely lying. He is lying about every <laughs> his face. Your your face just now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we we did we did plan. I mean, guys, this took two weeks of planning here. This took a lot of it. It did take two weeks of planning and testing. My my it name did. on here was I hate Wirecast. That because that I was committed to Wirecast and Zoom to do this. And then, uh, then I got turned onto this platform here. So, yeah. so all right. So let's uh, let's here, let's yeah. build this Kyle Sherman uh, this destruction video here. We're adding Kyle YouTube channel. If you haven't heard of it, uh, you where have you been? You must have been. Yeah, I was gonna say if you haven't if you haven't heard of it, then are you really even here? Yeah, but um, he got this video today. It's an it's an awesome video. Um, so here, let's let's take a look at it. We got a bunch of destructible objects and we're gonna see how the bowling ball does against these objects I got the boys with me back here guys. You, you ready to you ready to do this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that as a yes. Let's, uh, let's go <laughs> Let's get to the destruction here. Let's, let's down. Enough with the pretty stuff. I want to get to the destruction here. Yeah, he could have set that monitor there. And this guy, he's new to the channel. This what, what? guy, he's rocking the mullet, and this guy is a maniac. This guy <laughs> this is my new favorite character on Brad and Kyle. This guy. Yeah, he needs to join the house. The animal. Oh, oh God! No! <laughs> oh, not shy, right? Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Grandma's wine cellar coming up. That's That's the best one right there. That's the best one. Okay. If you watch the rest of this video, just head over to uh, Brad and Kyle's YouTube channel. And you can watch the rest of that video. But it's it's a really well put together video, and I hope it I hope it takes off and does really well. It's a cool video. Oh my, the mullet, right? That was that was a mullet. That was that was a mullet right there. Yeah, it, and that dude he uh, smashes a pumpkin between his legs. Um, watermelon. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, watermelon. <laughs> here's the problem, Matt. I'm, I'm <laughs> Here you go. Here's, Here you go. here's the problem. I'm 40 years old now. You okay. can't make this. You said he, Mike, made the excuse. Yeah, man, I'm too old for this stuff. I can't figure out this, all the streaming stuff. No, no, I'm no. Pretty sure Barney is Barney is older than you are. Not a shot at Barney, but just giving Barney props here. No, take away was, the age this excuse. This was for the miss, the misspeaking of the pumpkin. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Is is when I think of smashing, and because I'm 40 years old, and I and I and I grew up in my, in high school, the grunge era of alternative music whenever i hear the word smashing and then you have to throw some sort of fruit or vegetable with it it's always pumpkin mm, okay. pumpkins okay so when i hear smashing and i think about that i think of, of pumpkins and it's just because i'm 40 years old and my brain doesn't work like it used to and it's like a screensaver Older people have screensavers burnt into their minds 
that when they say certain words, the next word just comes right after it. So, you know, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that excuse. Thank you. Because I think it, it works. I think I'm selling this one. I, you, you did it. You did a good job there. You were, you were put, you were well put together on that one. I, I am experiencing for the last two years, short-term memory loss. Um, that's pretty sad i don't know why i'm laughing that's just sad so let me tell you so this is this is the kind of stuff that happens to me matt and i'm not kidding okay so i was um yesterday for instance um i was thinking about some of some of my my colleagues that worked at ebony international yeah i was kind of having this you know where are they now uh kind of thought process in my mind like oh i wonder I wonder what Sean Morris is up to. He's working at classic, you know, I wonder how he's doing. I saw Mike, I think what got me to think about all this is Mike Judy posted a photo that he was out playing golf, self quarantining. And, and I, and I thought, Oh man, I need to check and see what the junior gold coordinator girl uh, is doing now. I haven't, I haven't checked out and see what's going on with her. And I said, okay, I'm going to go to Facebook and I'm going to, I'm going to type in her name and and think about and try to figure out what she's doing and it took me about 90 seconds to think of her name <laughs> i'm serious and that is, and that is no that is no slam to carly evans because i clearly know her name of course it's not because i forgot about carly evans no this is it's just short-term memory loss man right. it, it's um it's just happening to me and anyway i guess she's the brand manager over a cool wick now that's and, cool. Good opportunity. Yeah. For her. So I went and looked at like cool like social media and stuff. And uh, obviously there's been an uptick since she took the job around the sure. first year, I believe she's doing a great job. Great so, job. so I'm sorry for forgetting her name. Um, but it's, it's just, I'm experiencing things like that. I, I tell Kim all the time. I'll walk upstairs. Like yesterday I, I emptied Monday's garbage day around here and I, and I grabbed the trash can out of my office. I grabbed the bag and, took it upstairs and, and I took it out to the trash and I said, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring my tumbler with some tea in it downstairs. And, um, don't forget the trash bag, Mike, bring the trash bag down. Do you know, I came all the way down here and didn't bring the trash. Bag. <laughs> and, and I had two other trips northbound to the upstairs and, and I went to, and I, every time I, I said, okay, bring the trash bag this time. By the time I went upstairs, did what I was doing and prepared whatever I was doing and got distracted by the dog or whatever it was that trash bag didn't get put in this thing down here until I had to make a separate trip and just go up and get it. So <laughs> getting old sucks. dude. It's not good at all. I, I can imagine. We've got a good comment here from Fred McGee uh, or Fred McGee, excuse me. Um, Matt, Mike, we didn't intro with the one more time today. I know, I know the, the damn copyright, man. We're, uh, we we're yeah. trying to tread lightly here with what songs we use and whatnot. But uh, last night when we tested, we uh, we played uh, One More Time by Daft Punk. If you've never heard it or you've heard it and you've never seen the music video, or even if you've heard it and seen the music video, go check it out. It's, good way to, it's good my way favorite to music your video of, of all time. And we did play it. And then uh, Facebook came up and said, your video has been blocked in 240 countries. And uh, YouTube sent me a notification said, your your YouTube video has been blocked in this many countries and, and all these different issues. So we can't play any mainstream music here. Uh, we were also testing Spotify last night after after we uh, after we after we were done with our friend Cedarica. Oh yeah, he he's always on the streams. Always, always, always. What's going on? Yeah, so we're, we we said we'd go live for for an hour. We've got about two minutes left on the show uh, today. Hopefully, everybody really uh, enjoyed their time with us today. This is kind of how this thing's gonna flow. 
if you're looking for just uh, in-depth, you know, nothing but bowling talk, this probably isn't the show for you. Um, it's yeah. more like Matt and I having an, an opportunity to have a public conversation with people. And uh, we're going to bring guests onto the show as well. I am efforting for tomorrow's guest. Uh, we'll have a good one for you tomorrow, I promise you. Uh, we will. Uh, pretty good Rolodex. And, and we do want to have uh, Barnes and Stu on as well at some point. We want them to be able to promote their show. And we want to get a few shows under our belt so they can they can give us some pointers since they've been doing this uh, for about a thousand times percent more than we have. So yep. I, I will like to say, and one of the things I do want to talk about Barnes about is when he interviewed Duke, he said it was the, he actually said out loud, it was one of the most nervous times he's had since the first time he did television. And I thought that was interesting and cool at the same time. The first time I did a podcast radio show, I said the exact thing when I opened, I said, welcome to the inside bowling podcast show. I'm Mike Flanagan. I was with Doug Lakey. And I said, Doug, I'm kind of nervous right now. It's the exact same thing that I said. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. Mike, and, I got a great question here. Uh, and I think this is a good way to go out. Okay. Difficult, difficult discussion to have. We're probably going to disagree. Um, but Joey Price, best woman bowler of all time. I have either Lisa Wagner or Liz. Yeah. So for, for, for me, um, it, it, I didn't watch women's bowling on a regular basis when, when Lisa Wagner was at the top of her game. So, you know, right now I would kind of sort of have to lean towards Liz just because I've seen her do more. And during the time that there was no women's tour, Liz was bowling all these men's events like grand boot Hills, proprietor cups, my IB open. She bowled New Mexico open. She bowled Bud Light challenge and had a lot of success. Liz is also, she's got more PBA telecasts than any other, female bowler she's made multiple shows yeah you know so uh kelly kulik always gets all the all the glory awesome bowler congratulations to what she did winning uh winning a major the tournament yep. champions uh with the red mission which yeah was, which that, was a, that was a cool show goes down in history and, and barnes knows that firsthand of course right um the most interesting and funny part of that show and, and I, and this is a little, this is, this could be taken a couple different ways, but I just want to mention it is when she, she handed her mom the, yep. the trophy. And, and I believe, I mean, if I believe, and this is debatable, you have to go watch this yourself, but I believe she said, I'll use it as an ashtray is what I think. So I think, yeah, I think the common thought is that she says, I'll make an ashtray out of it. And I can't remember, but I know Kelly made a post one day um, addressing about her bowling or something, and she referenced that as a joke. I can't remember if she referenced it as if it was true or referenced it as if it was like misheard by everybody. I can't remember what she said, but she did reference it in in one post probably, I don't know, five years ago. I don't really remember. But um, yeah, I think it's awesome because my parents were both smokers. And if I ever won some big cup like that and I had an, an older parent, I, I, I identified with it because my parent would have probably said that. I thought it was yeah. cool. I thought uh, it was Barney cool. throwing some other names in the mix here. Yeah, Donna Adamak. Uh, yeah. She always had like 27 devices. On- <laughs> uh, yeah. CDB, I mean, yeah, CDB. Out. Had the best run over a period of time. Yeah, um, Wendy McPherson, revolutionary. She she went over to Japan and won so much money bowling in Japan. Yep. Uh, Kelly, of course, yep. uh, win, was won at every level. Yep. Uh, and, and 
making a good, interesting point here, Shannon. Keep putting yourself in the mix. I agree. You know, I think we've had this discussion before, and I think the difference now is, um, you know, is 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 there enough? Are there enough events to be able to catch up in terms of number of titles? And I think that. Um, you know, unfortunately for a lot of great female bowlers, they missed like a really big portion of their career um, where there weren't, there weren't those events to bowl. And shout out to USBC for bringing back the PWBA and for giving the ladies the events that they deserve to bowl. And um, I think that when you're talking, you know, you, you talked about, um, you know, having a dominant period of time, like CDB being super dominant. I think you have to include Shannon O'Keefe in that mix as well, since the PBA tour has started back up. I don't, I don't remember the exact number. I could look it up here. I think it's at like 10 titles she's won. You know, she she's, she's I mean, she's had without a doubt a dominant stretch here where she has been one of, if not the best women, female bowler on, on the planet. Um, and yeah, I think exactly, you know, Eric is saying Liz, Liz missed her prime. I think that there are a lot of people that you could potentially say that about um, just because they didn't have the events to bowl. Yeah, we could go on and on here discussing all these topics. We do want to end the show. I do want to give a shout-out to Eric Pollock. Could you just send in that message? We saw your other message as well. Great show, Mike. Appreciate it, Eric. Make sure you spread the word. Let people know that we're doing this. We really enjoy talking bowling and just talking about things in general and sharpening the saw of sitting in a booth, so to speak, when there's no bowling to be going on. Eric yep. Pollock, a, a, a Wichita State Shocker alum and a uh, collegiate national champion, Eric Pollock, and uh, – Somebody who's been a friend of mine for a long time. So shout out to you, Eric. And shout out I, to you, Eric. Thanks for tuning in, man. I think that's going to do it for today's show, brother. Um, want to thank you man. for watching. Thanks for the for the for the content. We'll be back tomorrow at yes. uh, at eleven o'clock my time, Mountain Time, one o'clock Eastern, and yep. uh, we'll effort to still try to get a guest. If not, it'll just be just be me and you. But I'm I'm pretty confident we're gonna we're gonna be able I to think get we'll somebody. We'll get someone. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. For for my my sidekick partner, who looks better than me and has a better MF name, uh, I'm Mike Flanagan. Thanks for watching today's Inside Bowling Show. Everybody have a great, safe, healthy day, and uh, continue to uh, support all the bowling broadcasts that are out there. There's a lot of them these days. And thanks for giving us a shot. See you later. See you, everybody.